How's everybody doing? Good. Good, good, good. All right, let's go ahead and say a word of prayer before I get started. Um, bless your name. You are good and you are worthy of all praise and adoration. You are a good, good father. Lord, and despite how things may seem, despite the difficulties we may face, the challenges that lie ahead, it doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change your character. And for that, I thank you. I thank you for being consistent. And I thank you for consistently loving us and helping us, watching over us, equipping us with everything that it is we need. Thank you for pursuing us And thank you for the truth that you've provided to us that's in your word. May we have an encounter with you today. May you be over the message today. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place. If ever we do anything in your name, but you're not here, Lord, it's in vain. And so we ask that you be here in the midst. You are welcome in this place. Teach us, Lord. Help each and every one of us take something new to apply to our lives. Help us to be authentic, to be real. And help us to have a greater hunger and thirst for the things of you and your kingdom. May every heart and mind be open and ready to receive today. We bless your mighty name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So, um, first and foremost, I want to ask you guys a little pop quiz. Oh, sorry. I'm, it, it's okay. <sighs> little pop quiz. For those who were here last week, what did we discuss last week? What was that? Good job, Book of James, yes. Yes, 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 does anybody remember what we discussed in the Book of James? But she just got all the answers, good job. If I had money, I would give you some. Anyway, <laughs> oh, good job, yes, we talked about testing of faith. Testing of faith, right? Okay, so. Today, as we continue in the book of James, we're going to um, talk about hearing and doing the word of God, right? And actually putting our faith in action, okay? So if everyone, if you guys haven't already, for those who have Bibles, or you guys have Bible apps, please turn to James. 
and we'll be reading part of chapter one and part of chapter two. So just very quickly, I'm just going to kind of briefly explain what we're going to do today. Um, after reading this passage over and over, I was like, I think it would be good for us to read it all together and kind of have a big Bible study together, right? So it's going to be interactive. I want to hear from you guys. We're going to read through the scripture and we're going to talk about it. And then after that, um, I'm going to show a, we're going to watch a YouTube video, it's like a, about a 30 minute uh, video, um, which I felt would be really good just to watch and then we can kind of talk about the video afterwards, okay? Um, Alright, so we are in James chapter 1 verses 19. And then we're going to go to the end of chapter 1. I'm going to go ahead and read. And then we'll go from there. Oops. James chapter 1, verse 19. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. So, just going through that, please feel free to keep reading it as needed. But just going through that, what are some things that come to mind? What 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 do you hear in that passage of scripture? Well the screen is just telling us just to be like careful with our anger and just watch what we say. Um, and that, you know, if we choose to do that that we're pretty much like Filthy, it's almost like pretty much committing a sin. Um, and pretty much saying, I think he's saying pretty much just to help us, like help our souls. Yeah. I think out of this, what I take is uh, to be slow to react, because if you're fast to react, that's a lead to things that you didn't mean to do, or things that will lead you down the wrong path, et cetera, et cetera. That's good. Anybody else? Anything else came up? Okay. I'm not really sure, but I think this is one of the Ten Commandments, or no? Would slow to anger, well, not like verbatim, but no? 
So more like a a lead way, passage way. No, this is this is good. When we're reading and we're we're understanding scripture, it's great to try and make sense, right, of the entire text. So it's awesome that you pulled, you thought about the the Ten Commandments. That that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much like everybody said, it talks about um, anger, and I thought it was funny because Aaron had brought up um, anger also earlier from what we were reading in Psalms, right? And I think. I don't know what it is, but these days, I feel like I brought this up already, but it just seems like everybody's angry all the time, you know? Um, and I don't know necessarily why, except I can say that, I mean, we live in a broken world, right? For people who are not Christians, I mean, this is expected behavior. Let's, let's be real, right? It's expected to do that because they're not necessarily following scripture that tells them not to be right angry but as believers i think it's important that we recognize the importance of controlling that anger because we just look like the rest of the world and it's hard right let's be real it's very very hard what i personally pull from this portion of scripture is um where it says that it says verse 20 for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, right? So if we're always sitting in anger, how do we grow in righteousness, right? As believers, we're supposed to be walking in holiness and in righteousness with God. We can't, we're angry all the time, right? So I think that's just good to keep in mind. Um, all right, so next, let's go through, we're gonna read 22 and keep going. All right, it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intensely at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he, look, what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, will be blessed in his doing. Mm. Anything stand out to anybody? How come you? From verse 22 to 25, I was thinking, uh, it's like any one of us reading the Bible, we're having Bible study with people, we may take notes, but like we would learn it and we wouldn't stick to it. So we remember for like maybe a couple hours, maybe a couple of days, we wouldn't apply it to our lives. So just another random thing that we would pick up on, but not let change us as the word of God should. also verse 22 but don't just listen to God's word you must do what it says and um, it also applies to the Ten Commandments um, 
and other things in the Bible, like don't um, obey your parents in the Lord. And we say, um, if the word says obey your parents in the Lord, but then we are like, yes, obey your parents in the Lord. But when they say we should do something, we're like, I don't want to do it. That's disobedience. It means you're not applying the word to your life. So that's what I get from it. pretty much what I also got from it. Uh, just, you know, a lot of us come to church and we listen, we hear it, but none of us really actually apply it to our life. Um, uh, pretty much what you said about the last verse, you know, if we're not, you know, listening and doing, we're not elevating and we're not being holy or righteousness. Um, anybody else had anything to say? Okay. Um, I think <laughs> for me personally, I think sometimes, especially when you're raised, right, in the church and you're being taught about the commandments and you're being taught about things about what we're supposed to do and what we can't do and what's a sin and what's not a sin and there's all these, like, regulations and lists of things to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes... This is my personal opinion, right? I feel like sometimes we make things a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. And to me, this portion of scripture kind of simply makes it simple to me, right? Essentially, it's simply saying, whatever it is that you hear, do it. Right? We have to do that in everything else. I mean, we get through a point where we, we get a permit, right? A learner's permit. If you're not applying what you learned, how are you ever going to get your license? Right? It's, it's, I just love how practical it is because, again, sometimes we just get so caught up in the do's and the don'ts and the this and the that. And it's like, actually, just apply it to your life. Just just do it. <laughs> if we want, if there are certain goals we try to achieve, there are things we have to do to apply, right? We have to apply certain things to our lives to achieve those goals. Whether it's getting a really good grade on a class, like in a class, or getting fit, losing weight, right? There are things we have to apply. And so the word of God, Christianity, is not exempt from that. We cannot sit there as Christians and say all this stuff and not actually apply this stuff to our lives. Right? Like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Okay. So, verse 26. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not brittle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Can someone do me a favor and look up the definition of brittle? I don't know if anybody else's version says anything other than brittle. Mine says brittle. 
What did you, what'd you say? Um, actually, verse 26. What did yours say? Okay, so yours says control, mine says brittle. So I guess we can just take it like that, <laughs> right? So we don't have control of our tongue, okay. All right, does anything come out to anybody? Anybody have anything they wanna share on that person? Passage. Um, what I'm saying is adding on to what you said, but like any of us, if we were to be with our friends at school, or just with anybody who wasn't Christian or who was Christian, and we just speak however we want to, saying whatever, cursing, dirty jokes, or just senseless stuff. It doesn't show that we have God in us. It just kind of blends us with everybody else. It doesn't separate us as we should be. Verse 26, it says, claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue. You're only fooling yourself. So for me, I think it's talking about how we claim to be Christians. Not claim, but we tell ourselves and others we are Christians and don't do things like Christians. We don't dress like Christians, speak like Christians, behave like Christians. Thank you. Anybody else have anything they'd like to add? yeah i think what i was saying initially about like what's the point this is pretty much also here right because that's why it says um that the person's religion is worthless right you're pretty much deceiving yourself if you think that you can go around and not control your tongue, right? And I think it's more than not controlling your tongue. I think, to me, I hear it more so like, pretty much like what was already said about looking like the world. Um, if we don't do that, we're deceiving ourselves, right? What's the point of calling ourselves a Christian? And like at the very end, it says, and to keep oneself unstained from the world, right? That we shouldn't be stained by the world, what the world looks like. We're supposed to stand out. Um, yeah. Anything else? No? Okay, awesome. So now let's go to chapter two. And we're going to go to verse 14. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and read. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, it does not have works. Oh, sorry, if it does not, yeah, have work is dead. 
Anybody have anything they want to share with that part? I kind of feel like it's already, we've been talking already from the first passage, right, about applying things. And we see here, to me, that we're talking about applying works, right, to our faith. Um, Belinda, did you have something you wanted to add? So what I take or what I can share about verse 14 is you telling others you have faith, like being sick and then you're like, I'm so sick. You don't have faith. God can hear you. Just like he says, um, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. You just have to have faith and everything will be okay. The Lord. You guys know that song? It's a good song. And now, let the weak say I am strong. All right, thank you for that. Um, absolutely. Um, hmm. let's, let's just keep reading. <laughs> Did anybody else have anything they wanted to say for that portion? I know, are you, you can say that you're praying for somebody who's hungry, but I think he, God wants you to be able to also bring them food instead of just saying, I'm praying for you, because you have the opportunity to help them. So don't just, that's that's applying the works to your faith. Yeah. I don't know, it's something about that that just gave me chills. I don't know, maybe I'm just cold, but I legit just had chills just then. You know, y'all, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I've, I've at least witnessed enough where you hear Christians, right? And I think a lot of times they mean well, I believe they mean well, but they're so quick to judge a situation, to throw their opinion in there, say what is right and what is wrong, what's not acceptable, you know, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. But then at the same time, I find that a lot of times they fail to actually like do the dirty work. You know what I mean? Like let's let's be real here. Okay? We know politically abortion is a huge issue. As believers, we do not believe in abortion because we believe that that is life and you are taking away a life, right? Fine. We have that stance because of our belief in the word of God. But where are those people actually going to stand up and provide for these mothers who have no means to take care of a child? Oh, I'm getting chills. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> I think for me personally, it honestly breaks my heart because we do a lot of this, but don't actually put to work. And my prayer is that this new generation will recognize that and not do the same stuff of the past, right? And so I think that's where a lot of times Christians lose their credibility because we're so quick to judge a situation, so quick to speak, but don't even put in the work. And our scripture says we're supposed to do it, right? So, you know? And I'm sure that we've been in situations where we may have had a friend or, I don't know, somebody at school, somebody at work, or whatever the case may be, and like they may say one thing but act another. Let's be real, you lose respect for the person, right? You just do, because you're like, mm, 
You're not really about it. And that's how people view Christians. And my prayer is that we can help change the world's view of Christians because that's not what this says. But unfortunately, we're just doing a terrible job, right? Of, of doing what this says. And I forget, there's this saying that people say, somebody probably needs to help me, but I think you, oh God, I'm afraid I'm gonna butcher, butcher this. But it's something like, we may be the only Jesus somebody sees or something like that. But it's, it's if y'all actually know it, please help me out here. But essentially what it's saying is there are several people out there who will never probably, maybe have heard of God, maybe heard of Jesus, but probably have never been introduced to church or never, may probably never has ever, anybody's ever gone to them to actually talk about who Jesus is, right? But just because of the way that we are and their encounter with us, we seriously may be the only bit of Jesus that they, that they see, right? And we can, it's, it's a privilege and an honor to do that, but we have to recognize that when we label ourselves as Christian, that's what people are expecting to see. <laughs> so if we're acting a different way, you know? Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's be better, guys. Let's be more aware. All right, verse 18. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. <clears throat> you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You guys remember that, right? When Isaac and Abraham, okay. You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? As for the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. What do you guys understand by that? I think in verse 18, it's pretty much saying that a lot of people, you know, they do good things, but when it comes down to it, they don't really believe, almost. Um, like, they know there's a God, but they don't, they don't believe. You know, just, just do it just because the Bible says, or the, their parents said, you need to do this, and they don't really have their own understanding. They go by other people's understanding.
anybody can say that they believe in God or they're a Christian, but if you don't prove it or show that you are truly a Christian, then you could be lying and nobody would know. Like, I could say I'm a Christian right now. I could wear a cross, necklace, and everything, and dress it properly, uh, but like, if I don't show it and actually spread the word, or at least live out a Christian life or a godly life, then I'm lying. Um, just like I've heard some people that I know say that they've heard of God, they grew up in a Christian family, but they, they haven't really encountered God for themselves. They haven't had a personal encounter with God. All they know is they go to church. They Sometimes they tell me they don't understand what they hear in their churches. Some of them also tell me they fall asleep while the pastor's preaching and all of that. <laughs> this is like an example. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anybody else? Okay. Yeah, I think um, it's very important that we Christians understand that, like it says here, the last verse, for as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead, that you can't have one without the other. You just can't. <laughs> it doesn't work, right? And essentially, I guess, I'm trying to think of like a practical example here. Um, let me try my best at this. Um, essentially, right, if, if, if I know I'm struggling with something, right? I'm having a difficult time, I'm upset, I'm really torn. And I'm a Christian, I believe in God, and I believe what his word says is true, but I still continue to sit in that without actually applying the scripture. Ultimately, the question then becomes, do you actually believe what you say? And I believe that's what like Akriya was saying. Like, If I believe that God is a healer, if I believe that he's a comforter, if I believe that he created me with a purpose, but I don't necessarily put that into practice, then anybody can totally question if I actually believe that or not, right? Now let's be honest, we have our days, right? It does get tough. And sometimes it is hard, but when we actually put in the work, if it's simply just to be like, all right, Lord, I don't feel it right now, but I know this is what your scripture, I believe your scripture, despite how I'm feeling about the situation, I'm just gonna, that is works. That is you exhibiting your faith by doing what the word says to do, right? Um, yeah, y'all. <laughs> Let's um, be mindful about that. Um, 
does anybody have anything else that they want to add or okay i do because i mean because of time i do want us to go ahead and watch the video um just very quickly i mean it'll explain it um but very quickly there's this this video my sister actually told me about them on youtube they're called torch lighters okay look them up it's awesome it's true like true real life stories um of people christians who truly operated in faith and really made a huge impact but these are people from like 1800 1900s like people we don't even know about um and so there's this one story in particular that i thought you know would just be good just to watch um and then maybe we can briefly talk about it um afterwards so i'm gonna get the video going 